Atlanta. How's everybody doing this morning? We got a lot of energy. I got one very important question for you. Are you ready for the OTA original team arrow? That is what I like to hear. You guys asked for this panel for a long time. This is the first OTA panel done by Heroes and Villains. And I think some people may contest this. This is the first ever planned OTA panel ever. You guys all get to be a part of it just by being here. So let's not waste any more time. Let's bring out my panel guests. Starting first, she is making her first U.S. Heroes and Villains appearance. You know her as Felicity Smoke. Please welcome the lovely Emily Beth Rickard. Next up, everybody's favorite diggle, Mr. David Ramsey. And of course, last but certainly not least, he is Oliver Queen himself, now Mr. 2-0, Stephen Amell! What's up, Atlanta? I know the fans are excited for this. Very excited for this. I'm excited for this. I'm excited to join you guys on stage. I just had the, the pleasure of finally meeting you for the first time all week. That was crazy. Do you remember that? I do remember that. that. Was it was almost like it was yesterday or today. <laughs> Did you... Introduce David as everybody's favorite diggle. Everybody's favorite diggle. <laughs> I can't take credit for that. Somebody recommended me to do that, so I, that's what I did. Diggle is a noun. Person, place. Also a verb, also an adjective. Any way you want to use it. It's a, it's a barrel, man. <laughs> uh, but Stephen, I, did, I introduced you as Mr. 2 and 0. Right. How are you feeling this weekend? I woke up this morning feeling surprisingly good, right? So, I mean, I'll probably hop back in the ring immediately. Uh, I, I was actually kind of bummed. I didn't know you were going to be wrestling this weekend. I was at SummerSlam when you made your first appearance and went 1-0. Yeah, well. So, that was fun. It's a high bar, but. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, man. Honestly, I, uh, I, everyone in this audience has been a fan of something their entire life. And. Wrestling in San Antonio, wrestling in Brooklyn a couple of years ago, it, it really is like getting a chance to live your dream. I'm definitely not a professional wrestler. I'm not good. You can hold your own. I can fake it. <laughs> right? I can fake it for like 30 seconds bursts. And, uh, and then I have to like hop out of the ring and go. <sighs> but anyway, it is, a little bit, uh, it is a little bit addictive. So we'll see. That's right, man. <laughs> Emily, I mentioned that this is your first U.S. Heroes and Villains. I think it is, yeah. 
Uh, what has this experience been like for you? And what's it like going to events like this and, and interacting with the fans? Well, first of all, it never becomes not shocking or surprising. I'm super grateful to see all of you. I don't think it ever gets you know, normal. It's always a it's always a beautiful surprise to meet all of you. Um, I, I don't know. I'm feeling kind of like, like Steven. I woke up this morning feeling great, ready to do another day. It's been really fun. I saw a bunch of Funkos I've never seen before. Um... <laughs> Funkos? That's Funkos. Um, le Funko, yeah, un yeah. Funko. Uh, yeah, I, I was wondering. Too, yeah, le Funko. Wow, she went there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Steven and David, you guys are no strangers to uh, to heroes and villains. And well, I pose the same question to you. What's it like always coming to these events and interacting with the fans? You know what my favorite part is? And you probably get this too. When you meet um, younger fans, and they're with their parents, there is a look exchanged between parents after you meet their kiddos that's like, and I especially get it when it's like a dad and you've met his son or his daughter and you've made their day, but you've also made them a cooler dad, right? And it's a look, you shake their hands, they don't shake your hand, they just go. And honestly, man, that's my favorite part because I know that if, if, the, if the shoe was on the other foot and I was bringing my daughter to meet, like, like for example, our friend Colin, who played Tommy on the show, his, his wife is starring in the Frozen musical that's premiering on Broadway in the early part of next year. And I'm definitely going to take Maddie and we'll definitely take her backstage and we'll meet Patty, who is Anna, and I will look at Colin afterwards and I'll go... That's my favorite part. Nice. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Um, you know something? <laughs> I mean, I mean it's, we do talk about this a lot. We kind of do this in a box, all the three of us. You know, we kind of really almost work in a box. <laughs> box. And um, so, I mean, these two work a lot more than I do, but it's, you know, it's 10, 12 hours a day. Not this year. Not this year. <laughs> <laughs> and... Um, so when we get out here and we're able to touch you guys and hear your stories, I'm, I'm never, I never take your stories for granted. We never take your stories for granted. Um, you know, TV's a very intimate thing. Like, we come into your house, you know. So it's, um, it's an interesting relationship we have with you guys. And this is the only time we really get to touch you. So it's, it means a lot to me, and I never take it for granted. So I'm, I'm grateful. <laughs> what's wrong? What's so, what's so funny about that? Nothing's funny. I totally got it. I totally got it. I'm just watching. This is fun. Can I, I'll go what, down was there. The, was the coming into your homes a little weird? Was that a little weird for I think you? It was like we. Uh, it's the touching part. That was, that was the coming part. <laughs> Bigel in the living room ain't hot. That's not hot. Oh, it's hot for some people. It's hot for some. People. <laughs> now, David. You and I share something sort of in common, as oh, in uh, this past week. Thursday was my birthday, Thank you. and Friday was your birthday. That's right. Yeah. So, of course, being FanFest, all the great people at FanFest love to do something special for people's birthdays. Aww. Uh, so we're that? It's a lemon loaf cake. <laughs> yes, I love yellow. It's a hat. Wear it as a hat. Thank you. Put it on your but head. It, this, what the hell? 
I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Is it good? It's Yeah, there you go. Thank you. No, I'm good. There's so much sugar. Is it really good? Oh my god. It's good. It's, it's good. like um looks like I think my sugar back. and yellow number seven. Yeah. I think it just hurt my back again. Thank you. That's awesome. Thank you so much. Oh. Just everybody, real quick, wish David a happy birthday. Happy birthday, uh, buddy. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. Very nice. So we do have definitely have people lined up for questions in the audience and being fan fest, we want to give them so much sugar. Do you want some coffee? Do you want? It's, I got the shakes a little bit. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Feeling good. All right, we'll turn it over to audience questions. We'll try and get through as many of them as we can. So we'll start over here. Uh, what's your name? Oh, we'll start actually right here up front. My jacket is so cool. Thank you. Thank you for my. Hey. Did you see this? Oh, I'm sorry. One second. Let me present it. <laughs> Oh, that's dope. Where did, I, where did I get this? You're about to find out. Okay. Please take five. Steven, huh? Steven, my name's Ed, and I have a question. Okay. Do you ever wear anything that either doesn't have knocking point or the Blue Jays on it? I'm not wearing a single piece of knocking point clothing right now, but only because we don't make knocking point underwear Yet. Well, like Emily, I can take care. Oh, look at that thing! <laughs> oh my gosh, yes. Wow. Thank you, Ed. This is our new album cover. This is a Oh. I guess I can actually support there you go. the knocking point. I'm glad that somebody up here has some knocking points. I, I got on. the American Nightmare Cody Rhodes wine socks on. Clearly, so. clearly underrepresented. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, we'll start. Uh, we'll go back here again. What's your name and what's your question? Uh, I'm Abby. I have a question and a comment. Uh, comment, I love you. Love you. <laughs> This is a beautiful start of a relationship. Hi. <laughs> Hi. Um, and my question is, what um, are all of y'all's favorite um, OTA scenes ever? I just found out what OTA is, so. <laughs> is that true? No, I'm totally okay. <laughs> I, I want to be called Oats. Instead the, of OTA, I want to be called Oats. The Oda? No, like Oats, like the cereal. Okay. Thank Oats. you. I just want oh. one thing for Christmas or a holiday <laughs> season. That's about it. What's your favorite scene? Do you have a favorite scene? Um, episode, uh, season one, 14, David slipping on the floor. <laughs> uh, close that, was, that was funny, but it wasn't that oh, funny. That funny. It, was, it was funny, scary. Five years later, very funny, not so much scary anymore. <laughs> I can't stand these people. <laughs> Them in their matching jackets. Uh, oh, my favorite OTA moment, OTA moment was um, in 
end of season two, walking on the beach. Yeah, that was nice. Is that really season two? Yeah. Holy, that was, that was the end of ago. season that two. That felt like yesterday. And we were all on the beach walking together. So innocent. <laughs> I enjoyed it. Yeah. I'm the same episode, but for a different reason. Because you got to um, sleep the, the entire episode. Yeah, I got to sleep the entire episode. <laughs> <laughs> Aside from the super involved and difficult flashbacks. flashbacks. <laughs> um, but... I liked that first episode, your first episode in the bunker, for a variety of reasons. Um, but mostly it was just hearing you and David work together for, I think, probably the, the first time. The first time with any sort of you know, extensive you know, dialogue together. Which is why, even though I'm in a coma, if you look closely, there's a little bit of a smile on my face. <laughs> there was one part where you actually kept laughing. But you were supposed to be, like, dead on the table. <laughs> I've gotten a lot better about cracking up. Besides last week. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about... As aside from last week, David and I both shot our coverage for a scene. Totally. Yeah, we were done. done. Our coverage was done. Yeah, and, then, and then for no reason, we both just lost it on Emily's coverage. And I, I've actually I felt... like get a word out. Felt legitimately bad. Like sometimes, sometimes I have to look at... Takes. Sometimes I look <laughs> at Steven's... <laughs> You gotta look very closely at me when we have scenes with Stephen because most of the time I'm looking at just above his left eyebrow. <laughs> I'm not looking at him right in the eye because he does things to me. It's true. It's true. Yeah. Uh, we have a question here up front. Hi. Hi. Uh, hi. I have a special delivery from Big Belly Burger for you guys. You're kidding me. Whoa. Would you mind if I came and gave it to you? Yes, no, please. Please, please, please do. Please do. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my Big goodness. belly round of applause, please. <laughs> Big belly. You guys look so cool. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, it's Thank like you. really a big belly burger. Between this and the cake, we're off to a good start oh, off this morning. Start. <laughs> awesome. I'm so glad I'm not vegan. Wait. Oh. Can you actually eat it? Is it true? Okay. Okay. I'm going to eat it. It's going to be great. Not on stage. It's very, oh, you can save it for special time. Very personal, but yeah. I like to be alone with my Thank burgers. You. That was very thoughtful. Are you opening yours now? No, you are. I was just curious. I'm being put on the spot. Should I be doing this? Thank you. Uh, in, the in the meantime, we'll take another question. We'll go over to this side here. Hi, my name's Cindy, and I have a comment and a question. First of all, Stephen, I wanted to tell you you just killed it in Ninja Warrior last year. Yes, you did. And the question is, if you had a chance to do it again, would you? And would Emily and David join you? <laughs> well, I mean, that... The, 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 you're, all in, you're all in great shape enough to the, the, pull it off. The second part first... I like to think I'm sort of strong. David's way stronger than me. And Emily is way stronger than both of us. Yep. She's a crazy person. It's quite true. Um, 100 I see your videos when you no. post them, and uh, some of your workouts are just nuts. Yeah, I talked about this last night at, the, at the, uh, the, there was like a theme at the wine party last night, which is basically like, 
I, I do sort of want to stay in my lane. Like, it was fun to go and do Celebrity Ninja Warrior, but I don't think it's necessarily my next career move, <laughs> right? Um, so if NBC was doing it again from a charitable aspect, from a celebrity aspect, then absolutely. If they thought that I could benefit the, the greater good, then for sure. But I don't know that it's my... Uh, I, I don't know that learning how to do the pegboard is my next <laughs> is my next step. I believe in you. I think it's the next step. I'm ready. I'm well, ready I, to see you do it. I'm ready to see you do it. I will have to yeah. on the side <laughs> lines. All right, we'll go back over this side here. Hi. Hi. Ask a question. What's your favorite animal? What's your favorite science? What's your favorite animal and what's your favorite kind of science? Um, my favorite animal is my dog. Specifically, my dog. And then my favorite, oh, please continue. No, that wasn't you. No, no, we're good. Okay. Um, science? Science, yeah. What's your favorite kind of science? There's different types of science. Well. I thought it was just like science. No, I'm kidding. Um, chemistry, because I'm a great margarita maker. Um, just in case my daughter watches YouTube clips of this panel, my favorite animal is a unicorn. Um, followed narrowly by sloths. And my favorite kind of science is princess magic. <laughs> princess magic? You don't know that Yes, science? David. You didn't take princess, princess magic. magic in high school? Of course I did. Yeah. Wow. It's an elective. My favorite animal is the penguin. People who know penguins know why. My favorite science is the science of love. No. Um, my favorite science is... We come into your houses and <laughs> the science of love, getting to touch... I don't know. Like, where, if we just did a master cut of this, we are in... Yeah, we're in trouble. Biology. Hi, thank you guys for coming. Um, thank this is, you. This is thank you. You're welcome. Sorry, it's a difficult question for me. But uh, a few months ago, Stephen, you had somebody post negative comments on your Facebook, and you made a video that had an impact on me and several of your followers. You told, you said, "quote I feel bad, not for me, but for you." Um, I grew up abused, so it was really um, a foreign con concept to me. Can you give some insight how you firmly believe that? So thank you. That, that, that if someone's being negative, that I don't feel bad for, I don't feel bad for me or the person that's attacking me, I feel bad for them? Yes. Well, well, look, I mean, uh, uh, no notoriety and, and being visible in the, public, uh, in the public spectrum is an interesting thing. Um, you know, we as actors don't, didn't, I don't think anyone on this stage uh, ever had the objective of becoming famous, but we did have the objective of working. 
And if you work and you get a little bit of notoriety, you understand that for, for a room like this that's filled with so many people with positive feelings, there's always going to be a couple of people that are super negative. But I see that happen and I, I think back to moments like this and rooms like this and days like yesterday where I met yesterday probably give or take 1,200 people, 1,500 people, and I had 1,200 to 1,500 incredibly positive interactions. So when I see something like that happen, I think to myself, okay, whatever I'm doing, I'm probably doing it the right way, and whatever's happening with this person, it has nothing to do with me. So you think to yourself, I'm not gonna take that personally at all, and I'm gonna have empathy for them. And that's just the way that I like to live my life. So I'm glad that that had a positive impact for you. Thank you. You're Excellent welcome. Excellent answer. Thank you. Hi, Hi. I'm Cammie. I'd first like to say to Emily, thank you for coming to Atlanta, and I hope you had a great weekend. Thank you for having me. Thank um, you. Seeing how much everybody in the city loves you. My question's for you, but I'll open it up to everybody else as well. Um, I really enjoyed this weekend getting to see and talk to few mini Felicities running around. You saw one a second ago. Um, and ask, what, ask them why they love Felicity. I shared that with you yesterday. But my question is, what message would you like to share with young kids who look up to your character and Stephen and David, your characters as well? Because I'm sure you guys met some mini Olivers and mini Diggles as well. <laughs> the, the phrase mini Diggle. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> I own it. I own it. Your company should be called Mini Diggle. I mean, we're doing it wrong if that doesn't exist yet. Hashtag. Um, I was talking to my friend Pauline about this yesterday, of how when I was their age, or I mean, I would watch TV and I would look at these women on TV who seemed so much older than me, and I would just look at them and go like, yes, that's awesome. What they're doing is awesome. I relate to this person. This, you know, you, you watch people in different scenes. You know, it, feel, it feels like you're a part of it. And if you can relate to that and you feel good about that, you're kind of going to be able to go out into the world and relate to people better, I think. That's how I look at it. And we were talking about this yesterday I was like, man, I remember when I was that age, and I was like, that person is so old. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm looking at these little girls going like, I really hope that you get to do what you want and you make it, where you want to go. And where you want to go will change, and who you want to be will hopefully stay the same. And just strive to be the better version of yourself all of the time, because I think that Looking at that from a young age and sort of just with a smile on your face, it's, it's, it's priceless to me, meeting these girls. It really is. Thank you so much. How about you two? Uh, Minnie Diggles? Min yeah, Minnie Diggles. I'm sorry, what's the question? <laughs> what, what do you uh, want to tell the Minnie Diggles of the future? Uh, the Minnie Diggles. <laughs> yeah. The Diglets. I like that one. Um, I don't know. We, we are here. We're pretty fortunate. You know? And um, I, would just say, I would just say start where you are. You know, just be who you are where you are. 
you know, be the most authentic version of yourself. I, I can't echo it better than Emily did, really. Um, you know, I grew up in Detroit, you know, and um, it was tough where I was. But it was just a situation where you just kind of decide that in this place, in this time, I'll be the best me I can be. And it took me someplace else. And um, I would say to anybody who wants to do anything, start where you are. There's, there's a school where you are. There's, there's an acting class where you are. There's a photography class where you are. You don't have to run off away yet. Learn what you can, help somebody when you can, where you are. And um, be true to yourself. That'd be what I would tell the many giggles. I, I would say to the, uh, to the people uh, that aspire to be like Oliver, first and foremost, it goes without saying, avoid murder. <laughs> Having said that, if you're going to look at Oliver, one of the things that I like about him is I, I enjoy his faults. So if you're going to aspire to his, to his resolve and, and uh, you know, his drive and his loyalty and the way that he loves the people in his life, you should also look at the way that his stubborn nature and the way that his tunnel vision has negatively impacted him. You should look at him the whole way. You should admire his strengths, but also don't look past his faults because I think that that will help you take a clearer look at yourself. Right, good answer. All right, we'll send it back over to this side here. Hi, I'm, I'm Janae, and I have a question for Emily. Um, will we be seeing Felicity and Kate and James come face-to-face anytime soon? Well, Kate and Felicity mostly interact via a screen. Um, so I hope so. As an actor, I've asked for it. I think we build to it. I think there's no way to get around that. I also think it would be extremely, extremely fun. All right, we'll send it back over to this side. Hi, I'm Aurora. Um, first of all, I want to say, Emily, you look really pretty today. I mean, you always look pretty, but you look like especially pretty today. Um, yeah, okay. So my question is... <laughs> um, <laughs> so, Ophi, Ophelia, is my I know her. Favorite. I know her, yeah. She's, She's mine. She's my favorite member of the Arrow cast. Ugh, me too. So who does she love more, David or Steven? She loves David. She runs across the set. <laughs> like, she, she ran into this She The screen door of his trailer was closed, but Opie didn't know. Booked it up the stairs and bounced back off and then, and then stood there and just waited. Like, waited to be let in. And she, I heard this bang. I, I laughed so hard. <laughs> I didn't know where she was. She was just, like, you know, roaming around, having a good time. And all I hear is this bang, and I was like, oh, my God, that was my dog. Oh, oh, no, 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 no. And all I hear is echo different. Oh, what was that? Did somebody just, I just saw fur. Somebody just happened in, and I was like, where's my dog? <laughs> yeah, so that's, that's a true story. It's a true story. She's she doesn't, so embarrassed. Ophelia loves me. First of all, she does love Steven. She doesn't dislike me. No. I don't know that she loves me, though. Yeah, she's a, you, you gotta work for her love. Like, she's not like a dog that's like, I love you. She like, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta work for it. You gotta work for it. She's more like a cat. She's a she's a person. This dog is a person. <laughs> Case in point. Earn it. Yeah. Thank you. I should have brought her. Right, thank you. Uh, over to the side. Hi, my name is Sammy from Brooklyn, 
Happy birthday, David. Thank you, Sammy. Scorpio season. Um, I have two questions for Stephen. Are we ever going to find out how Oliver got custody of William legally? And for Emily, I like to ask, because we've heard Stephen tell the story about meeting you for the first time <laughs> and, and how you did your thing. And he thought you, you know, were fantastic. But we've never heard your version of that first meeting, first filming story. So I, I think we'd like to hear that too. Okay. William question first. The William question first. William's grandparents are the, they're not the great unknown, but there's always a, there's always a gap in time. So <clears throat> we've alluded to the fact that um, Samantha Watson has alluded to the fact that we claim that William's mother, Samantha, died in a car crash under suspicious circumstances. Um, we haven't gone over um, her parents or how Oliver came to have custody of her. Um, and that would be a very, very interesting story to go through. And I don't think that we can, I think that the longer that we go with, with William, longer that I mean, he's his son, we're gonna keep going with him. Um, <laughs> they're not dating. Um, that's gonna be something that we will have to explore. And I'm, I'm pretty good about that. When I feel like there's an elephant in the room in terms of story not being told, there's been a big part of, I, I can't reveal it, but there's been a big part that sort of existed for me in episode 10, 11, and we're filming 12 right now, we're finishing up 11. Um, and I addressed that with the writers. I'm like, okay, this has gone past the point of being an elephant in the room. This is something that I feel like we need to expand upon. And, and, and we normally do. So I think that we'll get to that eventually. Oh, that's right. Okay, so it was August 8th. I walked in. Lights were shining. Um... We were at the, we were like a block and a half away from my house and I had to go like four blocks away to go for, you know, hair and makeup and whatnot. And then I rolled up and Steven was in the, um, one of the rooms with like a bunch of his best buddies now that I know, but I like walked in and I was just sort of like, hi, I'm like here for the day. Um, you won't remember me, bye. And, I, and he, he was like just so nice and charming and I was like, can he stop talking to me? I just want to do my work. <laughs> Because I was so nervous. <laughs> so, yeah. I was so nervous and I like and I was like ready to like ready to play and you were just so kind and you're like, Sid, have like have a coffee, do all this. And I was like, I can't eat, I can't drink, I just need to do my lines. So I was like, I need to act, 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 act. And so I was just like tunnel vision. And then I walked out of there and I, I called Vanta, I called my best friend. She's like, How was it? And I was like, Don't remember anything. Don't remember anything that happened. She was like, Kay, do you wanna do you wanna go get a drink? And I was like, Yeah. <laughs> and then I never thought I'd be back. I honestly never thought I'd be back. I, like, I left that day, I called my team, and I was like, yeah, it went really well, like, gonna go back to the dog shop, do a couple hours at work, and then, um, yeah, took the dog on the run, went for a drink of Fanta, and woke up a couple days later, and they asked me to come back for episode five, and I was like, oh, no, I'm gonna have to quit my job, <laughs> and then, and then my boss at the dog shop was like, you have to quit, I'm not gonna fire you, I tried to keep it for the whole first season, she's like, you have to quit, she's like, you don't show up here anymore, you have to quit. <laughs> So, thank you. Yeah, sure. Yeah, and it was really nice meeting you. I'm sorry that I kept talking. Oh, you were, yeah, me too. Mm. 
<laughs> Thank, you. Thank you. Thank you. All right, over to this side now. Hi. Um, the question I want to ask is for everyone on the panel. When did you make the decision that acting was for you, and what allowed you to persevere until you got your first paid gig? I persevered because everyone told me to have a plan B, and I was like, no. And I was like, what's a plan B? Um, <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. I, I knew when I was a kid, but my parents were both in medicine, and my mom was like, can you please stop reciting things that you saw on the TV? I'm going to be in theater school. <laughs> and that was about it. <laughs> She's like, stop doing lines to me off the TV. I never told you that. That's, like, that's not even you. Why are you saying those things? Uh, go ahead. Uh, for me, I knew when I was about 14 which was a long, long time ago. And, uh, yeah, Specifically, long, 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 75 years yes, ago 75 today. 75 years ago. Um, I don't know. I, just, I, I always wanted to play football. And then I, got, I watched my brother, who was an artist, he uh, did a play. And I just wanted to emulate him, really. I looked up to him. And then I really felt like I could do it, and I became more and more interested in it. And just from there, I kept going. So about 14 years old. I was 28 and a half. <laughs> I've been acting for like five, six years. But if you look at the jobs that I had done before then, you could never tie job A to job B. I would get a job. I would be maybe okay at it. But I was, I was in it for the wrong reasons. Uh, I was in a long-term relationship at the time. That relationship ended. And I took stock of what was important in my life. Like I literally sat down and I wrote a list. And it was family friends, my dog Louie, and acting. And so I shedded everything that I had that I could, and I drove to Los Angeles in a smart car. <laughs> That's a true story, by spin the way. Instructor Steve in the smart car. I was a spin instructor at the time. Yeah, and, th and that was it, man. I was pursuing it for the right reasons, and um, I... It, Ironically, and I'm being truthful when I say this, I, I don't, just because we have this job and things are going great, I, I don't feel like I've made it. I feel like I'm in the first chapter still. It's not the, I feel like this show, whenever it ends, is not the, it's not the end. It's like, what's this? It's not the beginning of the end, but maybe it's the end of the beginning. That's the cool thing about acting to me, is that I feel like I get an opportunity every year and every day that I go to the Arrow set to become better and... Uh, that's why I love what I do. Good question. Thank you. Uh, moving over to the side now. Question. Hi, my name is Joey. And um, because Felicity's nickname is Overwatch, what I was wondering is, has any of you heard or even played the game Overwatch? I have not. I've watched it be played while I drink on the sidelines. So in turn, I, I played. It's like that's the way I see sports as well. Stefan, what about My you? My team. No, uh, no, I'm not. Um, aside from uh, aside from uh, Clash Royale, I'm I'm not a gamer because I become myopic and I become like super hyper competitive and and it, it will destroy my life. <laughs> Thank you. Is, is it a good game? Yeah, it's a really good game. Cool. Yeah, merchandise and you know. Here. I bet they do. <laughs> 
Thank you. Paul, do you know that, that Paul Blackthorne is in that new Star Wars video game? They made, they made him like 20-year-old yes, yeah. Paul Blackthorne. And Janina, who played McKenna Hall on season right. one, is, is, is one of the leads in it. So I'm so excited for her. Very cool. All right, over to the side. Hi, um, I was wondering, since I shoot archery left-handed, if you have ever tried left-handed and if you're any good at it. I have, and I'm not. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. Right over here. Hey, my name is Arthur, and I'm really excited to be here. Um, so the crossover episode is coming up, and my friend Kira and I wanted to play Two Truths and a Lie about the crossover episode. The word crossover is like Voldemort for me. <laughs> yeah, the second that you said crossover, like, oh. my, my, my back started hurting again. I'm exhausted now. Two truths and one lie about the crossover. Um, I'm okay. in it. Uh, okay, you, you do yours and then I'll do mine. Okay, good. Here okay. Go. I'm in it. Okay. I'm not in it. <laughs> Two truths and a lie. Damn it. I don't know how to play this game. I'm in it. <laughs> I'm not in it. Oliver and Felicity kiss. Ooh. I'll tell you what the lie is. <laughs> For a prize. I think we all know what the lie is. No, you don't. Oh. I'm sorry. We don't even know each other, Arthur. You're just putting me on the spot like this? I'm sorry. In front of all my friends? This is embarrassing. We'll wait and see. Yeah, we will. Um, okay, two truths and a lie about the crossover. Um, Be better than me at this, please. Okay. Um, I hand Felicity a gun. Oliver and Kara share a passionate kiss. Oh. And we do not spend any time whatsoever in Star City. Dang, those are good. Those don't are, know. I'm don't so know. good at this game. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I'm terrible at this game. I'm so bad. But I think I got it. Okay. Okay, I'm ready. Oliver and Felicity share a passionate kiss. Oliver and Kara share a passionate kiss. <laughs> yes. And Oliver and Diggle share a <laughs> passionate kiss. I think I got this game. I think I know this game very well. He's better at this game than me. I think so. I think I just I think figured you can it out. I safely say it'll be a great episode. Thank you so much. Just figured it out. We're going to have to reshoot the entire crossover. <laughs> Everybody ready? Well, yes, you will. Oh, uh, how do we even top that? All how right, do, we'll how do we here. not say the word crossover for the rest of this interview? Yeah. If everyone, if you can ask questions about upcoming episodes, if people can avoid saying the word crossover, we would really appreciate if you, it. If you could call it something Trigger. that we all Trigger. love, like just call it like, hey, that episode. That's coming up. That special thing that Number you guys eight. did. You remember. Yeah, man, what's up? Steven, what's the hardest stunt you've ever had to do? Episode one, season two, I had to swing down and uh, grab Felicity off of the, um, of, of, of the uh, oh shoot, 
the land. Thank you very much, everybody. The what? Thank you very much. It is Sunday. <laughs> um, yeah, and uh, I had to swing from very high, and um, they weren't going to let me do it. Um, and I, I, I was very like derisive and made them let me do it, and uh, or, or like, yeah, made them let me do it. And um, and and then I got up in the tree and I was like, oh, this was the worst idea. <laughs> It's so high. But I have. Um, and actually, there was a, <clears throat> this was not the most difficult stunt, but the most scary stunt that I've ever done is in episode nine this year. It's not going to seem like a lot, but I had to be, I was, I, was, um, I was wearing a harness, and they had to lift me up, and they had lifted me 20 feet in the air. And what they were doing in the stunt is they're dropping me into a room, um, Ethan Hunt style, like from Mission Impossible, the first Mission Impossible. And... Raising up wasn't the scary part, and going down wasn't the scary part, but when I was 20 feet in the air, even though I'm harnessed in really well, you have to invert me, and as you're doing it, all I can hear is all of the, all of the hook points on the harness going, so scary, so scary, and then I found out how scary the stunt guys found it, and I felt better about the fact that I almost beat my pants. Anyway, so what's the next question? I was wondering if any of you are ever interested in directing an episode, and if you, what would push you towards that or pull you away from doing it? My ultimate goal is to have both of the people sitting next to me direct an episode. I think that'd be awesome. I want no, I want no part of it whatsoever. Uh, yeah, I think um, I've I've expressed interest in directing episodes. Uh, what will push me toward toward that is just um, adding something to the story. Um, what I have to add to the story is um, I'm a fan. I'm a big fan of the show. I'm a fan of these characters. I'm a fan of of uh, the mythos that we've all created. Um, so I would love to be a, a part of that. And you, you, when you're on the set, it's, it's such a collaborative effort that unless you just aren't present, um, you're, just, you're learning so much just on the job. And you just get so much respect for so many people's departments, the, the wardrobe, the cost, the, the script department, the camera department, the lighting department. There's just so much you're learning as an actor. So um, I don't know. I, I, I would love to um, be on that other side of the camera too because I'm also a fan of these characters as well. The answer is absolutely yes. For me, um, I'm excited for when David directs. I'm excited for when Steven stops crying about it and actually directs. Um, the answer is the answer is yes, absolutely. Like we have such an amazing crew. I'm happy to go to work every single day, every day, and hang out with these people. Like maybe 150, 200 people we work with every day. Is that is that right? And every single person is someone I look forward to seeing. And to be able to take on a different department, play play a different role in sort of this machine that we that we all collaborate and work on together and is like a family is, is just like kind of fun. It's like sitting at a different chair at the table. It's like, you know, sitting in a different chair at the table. And I, I think that would be really great. We need more women directors. We have about three this season, I think. Four out of four out of 2023, 20, but some directors come back. Um, and so yeah, I just think I think it'd be really great. I have an issue. I, like I want to do everything, so I'm like, oh, put me in the editing room. Oh, I'll do sound today. What? Uh, I'll do set deck today. What do you like? You know, what, you know what would be great is, is when you direct an episode, 
sitting in on the casting for the guest stars. That would be pretty cool. Casting is like one of the best parts. Yeah, no, I want no part of it. Thank you. Thank you. All right, over here. Hi, I'm Addison. Um, if Rainbow Dash and Green Arrow were like to get into a battle, who would win, and would all of o um, OTA be involved? I'm gonna leave that to you. <laughs> Green Arrow. Can you help me out, please? What are Rainbow Dash's superpowers? She can fly really, really fast. Okay. And she's magical. So we got enough. You'd like, like princess magic? Yes. Oh, my God. And she's cool. I'm sorry. What are you trying to say, Addison? <laughs> I like Emily better. Ah! I love you, Addison. <laughs> that was awesome. Oh my um, gosh, that was so terrific. <laughs> I am awake. Addison, are, are you team Princess Magic? Yes. Yes, okay, so I'm on your team. Yes. Okay. I'm on your team too. And if, <laughs> and if we were to face off Arrow with Princess Magic, like we would win. Yeah. Okay, so let's go over there. Let's have a chat, let's do some magic. And then we'll fight the Green Arrow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I could come up with a great battle plan, but it's clear that I've already lost. <laughs> Thank you for your question, Wait, Addison. Your no hard feelings. <laughs> uh, actually, unfortunately, we, we, we are... Do, like, we do, like, do one like, more? Yeah, okay, we'll, we'll do, do one, one more. more. Thank you. Okay, uh, my name's Mariah. Um, my question is for the whole panel. Um, each of you sing a part of your favorite song from the 80s. From the 80s. I got a brand new pair of roller skates. You got a brand new key. Is that 60s? Uh, whatever. It was I don't before. know. It's either before the 80s or not. That song. Mostly because it's in Boogie Nights. <laughs> Come on, Eileen to Uriah. Come on. I leaned the ooray, dun 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 dun, rum pum pum pum. Oh, oh, I lean. Thank you. That is a hard act to follow. <laughs> you didn't have to face off against Addison. I know Addison was great. I had a um, great time doing Princess Magic. Ah, uh, eighties. Are you alive? You're just born. Um, <laughs> Billie Jean is not my lover. You gotta sing it. She's just a girl who says that I am the one, but the kid. Guys. Dramatic prose. Yeah, no! Barry Allen. That's all I have to say. 
All right, well, David, Steve, and Emily, thank you so much for joining me on stage. Thank you to all the fans and your questions. Thank you guys One so much. One more round of applause Enjoy for these day. guys.